Welcome to the Christmas episode of Girlfriends, the podcast by friends about friendship. Each week we'll be discussing the different ways we make and maintain close friendships in the modern world while celebrating the importance of good pals. Hi guys! It's Christmas! Ah! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Does anyone know what the lyrics are after that? No, I just go. Everyone yeah. <laughs> needs to know. Rogue choice of Christmas song to to intro with. Not my favorite. What have you gone for? Do they know it? <laughs> oh, I was going for Mariah. Oh yeah, that's it. That's a classic. I was going for Do they know it's Christmas? Do they know it's Christmas is so problematic though. Yeah, I know, days, but it just reminds me of Gavin and Stacey. Tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Who thought that lyric was ever a good idea? Also, like yeah. the whole of Africa, they don't know it's Christmas. Like, mm. do they even know yeah. it's Christmas? Like, no one in Africa, a whole continent. With varying countries, mm. knows that it's Christmas. Well, you know they remade it a few years ago and changed the lyrics. Cause oh, really? Was, um, what did they change it to? I can't remember. They... Uh, yeah, um, that one's particularly bad. And the greatest gift they'll get this year is life. Again, the whole of that. Yeah, very, yeah. very questionable. Anyway, anyway, this is going to be a positive episode. How has everyone been enjoying their Christmas social arrangements? You know what? I've had a constant itch in my throat from just being too busy and yeah, tired. same. I feel exactly the same. I've um, taken on board a sleeping project for a story for work really at the wrong time of year. So I am kind of moving through treacle alongside drinking too much yeah. and all of it. It's just... When you say moving through that's treacle... That's what my life feels like right now. Because right. I'm so tired all the time. You mm. didn't mean it like a naughty treacle. <laughs> you know, I am like... that as well. <laughs> you know, when you call people treacle... Mm. Oh, right. so we've, we've, got got Anna, we've got Anna the party blower Chloe the naughty treacle <laughs> you need one babes. what are you going to be I don't know it's your job to find a good nickname for me we've started the Christmas um, episode on a negative point already talking about how busy we are has anyone actually enjoyed the festivities um, well my festivities <laughs> are properly starting tomorrow because I'm going to the Christmas markets in uh, so Belgium exciting. so I'm excited about that oh, actually no I'm lying the Christmas um, festivities start now because we're having a Christmas yeah, episode yeah. we're doing Secret Santa this is so. our first present exchange yeah. this will be the first present I get for Christmas oh yeah, yeah, yeah I thought you meant for each other I was like no we've done plenty no, my... of the year first mm. present exchange of the year my Christmas started last weekend with my official first mould drink with yeah. you on the South Bank, and then I also had a little Christmas dinner on Sunday, so it's all um, it's kicked off for me. So this is the episode of Christmas. How do we spend our Christmases? Do we like Christmas parties? Do we buy friends presents? Do we do Christmas cards? How does social media make us feel at Christmas? We're gonna talk about it all. We've got a lot of a lot of things to talk about. It's gonna be a wide and varied episode, except but narrow and except very specific. <laughs> with your favourite things to do with your friends at Christmas. How do you guys celebrate? I think for me, it's it's the mulled wine meetup, personally. I think that's my perfect Christmas activity because you don't want to... Well, I personally don't want to have, like, six turkey dinners with each group of, like, mm. friends or family and work people. So I oh. like... And I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of a mulled wine at Christmas. I did have my first mulled wine this year at, like the 6th of November it was quite November where yeah. were you that was serving more wine um, in Covent Garden I'm not buying this yeah. one yeah 
Yeah, I agree. I don't like doing all these activities like ice skating. I don't ice skate. No. I did go to ice skating this year, though, and I didn't like ice skating before, and then I went to it, because I always thought I was rubbish, and I went to it, and I was, like, actually quite... Not quite good, but I was actually, like, not that shit, so then I felt a bit chuffed. Oh, that's good. So my issue is, so many Christmas activities are outdoors. Now, it's December, guys. <laughs> um, I get too cold, don't want to do it, I don't want to hang out outside for most of it. So on Friday we went to the South Bank Market, exceptionally weirdly warm on Friday, wasn't it? And we found a heater, fine. Yeah, it was actually getting a bit too warm, yeah. I was taking off all my layers. I took off my coat, I don't know what was happening. That heater was too much, yeah. there was a heater as well. Mm. But, it was quite warm. All like, ice skating at Ali Pali and all of that, looks great <laughs> on the gram, absolutely. But when you're there, like, it's too cold. No, I want to be inside at a nice bar. Yeah, that was like when we went to Christmas at Kew for our... Yeah, last year. Yeah, work. for our work thing. Everyone was like, wow, it's lovely. And it was, but I just was freezing mm. and I just really wasn't enjoying yeah, it because I felt fun. so paralysed by cold. Yeah. yeah. Really dramatic. But, you know, I was like, I want to get to the end. So I was like rushing through it yeah. and everyone was stopping to stare at the lights. So yeah. I was like, no time for that. I need to warm myself up. Yeah, so I think when you're making plans, you do need to take the weather and bear the weather in mind. Yeah, oh, mulled wine is just so good. Yeah, it, it really is. We were having mulled ciders. Yeah, no, I, I didn't like too mulled ciders. I don't like mulled ciders. I find them really. It's a lot of flavour. They are a lot sweeter. You get more mm. like indigestiony. <laughs> but they didn't have mulled wine. It was a record leg. It was yeah. that record leg tent. Yeah. Fair enough. I was like, give me something nice. mulled. In fact, I don't even know if I've had a mulled wine. I've not had a mulled wine. Oh, we should have had mulled wine. Do you know what I've really fancied at the weekend? Mm. A snowball. Do you guys ever drink this? Oh, uh, they Avocar like car and lemonade. Yeah. Oh my god, it's mine and uh, my mum's favourite. Yeah, drink. it reminds me of my mum. <gasps> you know what? I just realised I have. Laurie says this isn't this isn't delicious, but I feel like it could be. But here we go. She's out. Hang on, hang She's hang out. On. Hang on. What is it? A chocolate cream liqueur. Oh, like send me in. Oh yeah. Let's look. Vodka and cream. Laurie was like, oh, that's gross. But no. it's a hotel it's, chocolate like liqueur. That would be amazing. It's basically Bailey's, but like chocolate, more chocolatey. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Yeah, that sounds Absolutely. Watch that open for you guys later. Yeah. Well, Laurie doesn't want it. I'll take it home for Christmas. But now my family drink. This is why I have more fun with friends over Christmas. Mm. My family don't drink and they also don't eat pigs in blankets. Uh, yeah, <laughs> also, the audacity for my mum to suggest... This year, we might have a vegan Christmas. It no. would be easier for her, though, because you've got so many of your family that don't eat meat. It would. It would. It probably would. I did but... say to her, if you want mm. to, you can, but I won't. probably won't enjoy it. I won't it. come. <laughs> I just said I probably won't enjoy Controversial. it. Controversial. So I'm having Christmas with my mum and my dad, as per. My dad... We're doing a roast lamb instead of a turkey. Oh, Do you I know what? I'm roast roast so lamb. on board with that. We just thought we'd be too turkeyed out. You know, there's only... There's only so many times you can have turkey in a row. And I just don't think turkey's the best meat. It isn't, but it's traditional. At my friendmas I went to at the weekend, uh, which we will come on to the old friendmas, they made the best turkey I've ever tasted. They cooked it in... It was a recipe from, like, MasterChef or something, and they cooked it in water for ages. So it made the inside... It was so... (laughs) It was so moist. It was the most moist turkey I've ever had. (laughs) Yeah, I can just imagine that. Shout out to Charlie and Tom for making such a moist turkey. <laughs> Let's get back on track. Why does everyone feel the need to cram things in before Christmas? That's what I want to know. Why is everyone like, oh, we must get a drink in before Christmas? Because I'm like, yeah, 
but then I'm like this doing like seven drinks a night. Because not only is it like your calendar's absolutely bloody bonkers, but also you're already buying presents for people and you're already wanting to celebrate with your close friends and then Bob, Joe and Sam come out <laughs> and also want to see you and it's honestly, I only got paid about a week I've got nothing left in my bank account. That's so funny you use those specific names, Bob, Joe and Sam, because next week I'm seeing friends... Kyle, Joe and Sam, who I rarely see. <laughs> and we were like, we have to get a Christmas plan in. Well, Joe and Sam, do you know what? You can pop back up at any time of the year. It doesn't have to be in December when I'm already broke. No. Generic white boy names. Boy. Said it before, say it again. Yeah. I think it's this idea of, like, it's the end of the year. And if you haven't seen them, it's like you have mm. to do it now. Mm. Otherwise, if you don't do it this year, you'll never see them next year. It's almost sealing it like a promise. Yeah. Like, we're still friends. We saw yeah. each other over at Christmas. That means we're we're still in for yeah. 2020. Yeah. Also, I think Christmas is very much a time of being like um, reflective and not giving thanks. Yeah. You sort of get quite sentimental and you want to spend those time with people and hold on to your friendships and appreciate people more. Yeah, totally. Which is lovely, but also that may expensive and exhausting. Yeah. What about work Christmas parties? I love a work Christmas party. I'm a big fan, and I think. The reason why I'm a big fan is that because our first work party was the first one where we like sealed our friendship. And I feel like you do that. You seal yeah. friendships. And I love seeing other sides. I love seeing like drunk, like older managers and people like having a cheeky fag that you just wouldn't think <laughs> oh would be having God, a cheeky yeah. fag. It just like it just makes it so amusing. And then when they're like being mean to you and work, you can be like, I know you. <laughs> I've seen another side of you. I know what you did. <laughs> um yeah, no, I, I love a work Christmas party. Um as long as there's free booze. Mm. Oh my gosh, so funny. Our we're doing a Christmas lunch, me, Anna yeah. and our team. And we had to write down what we wanted to eat, you know, where you have like a set menu. And then one of our bosses put like her starter main dessert and then she put off that lie down. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to be so drunk, I'll need a lie down. We were like, can't wait to see that. Oh, she's so that? drunk. I think, I think that's what she's implying. I was going for so, I was thinking she was implying so full with food. Oh, she loves a drink. She does love a drink. I think she meant. I was going to say, I already know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was good bounce, though. I really enjoyed that. And I think we probably all will need to lie down. But I'm going for a Christmas friend event after all, so I'm going to show up quite merry, probably. That's great. I've ended up with two Christmas parties this year, which I'm not complaining about, but pff, might be hard work. Work ones. Yeah, so we've got the big company one mm. um, on Tuesday evening. Mm. And then on Thursday, they wanted to just, like, uh, our team lunch and then take the afternoon off just to get pissed kind That's of thing. That's when we're doing it. Yeah. Nice. Guys. But we haven't got a big company party this no, year. No, it's really sad. They've... Yeah. So my friend, who shall not be named, had, went on a date with someone from work mm. the other week. And now they've got their Christmas party tonight as we're recording. And I was like, you can't get with him in front of people because that is going to be an absolute gossip mill. You've got to be careful. Also, it's like an away day. So then they're staying in a hotel because it's in Birmingham. <gasps> oh. So I'm like, you can't take him back to your room. She will. She's sharing her room with her manager. Ah. And I'm like, this is just, honestly, this is just going to end in a disaster because when she's drunk, I know what she's like. Oh, I really want this to happen. Me too. That's really fun. I'm going to text her. Sounds like a film. It does sound like a film. Is there a film where that happens? Yeah, it almost sounds that it's like too good to be true that not only is the Christmas party now, but it's one where they're staying over in their hotel rooms. Yeah. But what I don't like, though, is 
well, because we haven't got a Christmas party this year, literally I feel like my Instagram is full of everyone at their work Christmas parties. Mm. It's making me sad. Yeah. And also if you, like, were unemployed or had been yeah. made redundant or something like that, I can imagine that's quite rough to see. Yeah. Everyone's, and I think... Like, together mm. having Christmassy fun. We'll get on to that more later about how everyone having Christmassy fun is really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> we can have fun but no one else can okay they all need to just shut up about christmas <laughs> we're, we're literally not shutting up about christmas i know but you know just some sometimes it's a bit i i feel we can talk about it now let's talk about it now sometimes i feel christmas overload on oh, my yeah. social medias mm. and it makes it harder for me to just enjoy my christmas because everyone's like oh look at my christmas meal it's so delicious oh mm-hmm. look at my mum's christmas table look how amazing she's done it mm. and it's like it's nice, but you know when it's just the same thing again mm. and again, and I just can't keep looking at it. So I did a detox last Christmas on my phone. I remember um, when you did you did this, and I honestly looked on jealous, but I didn't do it myself, which is just stupid. I'm going to do it this year. I've deleted Twitter because of the election, but and I'm like really enjoying not having Twitter on my phone because I just have stopped thinking about it and stopped going on it, and it's making me feel so much better. Oh God, so I, I think I think I need to delete... I'm just going to not, reinst- not reinstall Twitter, and then I'm going to take the Instagram delete leap. So I'll, I'll report Delete leap? Oh, the leap to delete it. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like a... a, a a button, the delete leap. I was like, what is that? Well, it's the secretive thing that only certain people on Instagram get. Yeah. In a way, I, like, I love sharing it because I am the sort of person who spends, like, Christmas Day um, and Boxing Day very much, like, family, family, family. So I do kind of sometimes like keeping in contact with my friends because I, like, I don't see them. But I have got friends who, like, hang out with other friends on Christmas Day or... And, and I just always found a bit like, oh, I feel a bit left out. I think it's just, I mean, you get FOMO all the time, but mm. FOMO at Christmas, because everyone's posting. doing fun things. Because you you have more plans, so people are posting more about this fun mm. things that they're doing. And also, you can keep in touch with your friends over WhatsApp. Mm. Like, I message all my, all my close friends I was still speaking to, and like, how's your Christmas going? What, what have you got? Like, mm. things like that. But, um... You're not looking at everyone, all the random yeah. people. Yeah. Like, my, oh, look, so and so from primary schools. Got a Pandora bracelet. My most annoying thing is when people post their presents online. Yeah. Like, lucky girl, I'm such a lucky girl. <laughs> oh my god, it blows my. Like, what? I just. No, I just don't understand. Yeah. No, veto. Absolutely veto. Veto. Mm. The thing is, when I'm with Luke, so my brother who's eight, he bloody loves a filter. So he's always like looking to go on my Instagram story because he wants to put the filters on his face, and honestly, that can entertain the two of us for like two hours. So in that respect, love it. Kids these days, eh? Kids these days. They don't go running outside. They just go on filters on Instagram. They put bunny ears on them. (laughs) Let's talk about. The Secret Santa. I was talking to my mum last night and she was like, I hate Secret Santa. And I was like, really? I love a Secret Santa. And I'm in several this year. I'm in three different Secret Santas. And yes, they can be stressful when you're in one where you don't know everyone and you, you've you got someone who you don't really know or you're just finding it really difficult. 
But when it's like in friendship groups, I think it's a really nice way to like show a token of appreciation. You don't have to kind of spend loads because there's always those limits and and you're only getting it for one person instead of like all of your friends. Big fan. What about you guys? I think you only need, can do them if you do know everyone quite well. That's the thing. I think there's nothing worse than having to buy a secret Santa for someone you literally don't know. And especially when it's like a small budget and you're like, I know nothing about this person. Now there's like five pounds for to get or something. <laughs> oh, the pressure. But yeah. when it is a friend, I like it in the way that... So, <laughs> listeners, we've done a secret Santa between the three of us. And who's not... Yeah got a present with them today do you know what let's not even start but it's chloe <laughs> chloe only because santa's sleigh was delayed on the ordering front he was overwhelmed with orders apparently um but it's the way that we do it is more like we'll just take responsibility for one person's present rather than having to you in your own head having to think about like everyone else mm. i like that when it's a group of friends and it's more about like you know you've got 20 quid they're your responsibility kind of thing. Like, you can really go into the nitty-gritty and think about it properly. Because if you've got, like, five, six, seven, however many friends in your group, and you've got to think about a little present for each of them, that's hard. I've never got presents for all my friendship group, apart from in a context of Secret Santa. It's too much when you have family as well. Yeah. Yeah. I used to when I was at school. Really? Yeah, even if it was, like, a fiver, but I'd, like literally buy like a present for everyone yeah i think i used to at school but not since then no or i'd give like a little you know you'd buy something in a multi-pack and give everyone one you know like a bracelet or something oh, yeah, yeah. just go to primark and buy loads of like their beauty stuff that was interesting. yeah i think i'd go to boots and get those like mini kind of gift mm. boxy things and mm. then just like hand them out so yeah it can be really useful and i think it is really nice when you've got a fair budget and you know the people already well and you want to like, give something nice. But when you don't know them, it blows my mind. Do you think that they should be, like, a, I think some people get confused about what a secret Santa present should be. And some people go, like, super jokey and get mm. you something that you just would never want. And other people go really thoughtful. Yeah. And sometimes in a group, it's really hard when someone gets, like, quite yeah. a shit present because the person's, like, thought it was a fun joke, but everyone else has gone quite cute. Yeah. I was going to say, what are your, do you have any, like, fail-safe, presents for secret santa like sos i don't but i remember some someone in work saying that she just goes for the glittery socks in and other stories and those are her fail safe good idea yeah and i think that's quite nice because they're a bit fun they're a bit you know they're under 10 pounds so they'll always like probably be on in budget and they're just like a nice thing to Mm. receive i always think you can't always it depends on the budget but i always think getting something that's personalized in some way is quite easy because i think people either like having like the first letter of their name yeah or like their name on something yeah even if it's something quite cheap and basic yeah like that suddenly makes it thoughtful and cute and yeah. because i love having anything that has my name oh on. my god me too so i remember last year um it's a bad example because she did know you really well but julie who had you for secret santa she just bought you ribbons for your hair and chocolate because she saw that you wore ribbons in your hair and you love chocolate. Mm, like, that's and that's nice. like really simple. Like looking if someone always wears a scrunchie mm. or always wears like a certain colour or they love eating something every single day. Yeah. Like that is not a hard thing to pick up on, but people just sort of forget about that. Like the blinkers are on, you get overwhelmed. Yeah, mm. definitely. And what about Christmas cards? Do you guys still send them? The old fashioned posts? Well, 
Interestingly. Interestingly. <laughs> it's not interesting at all. I've never start a sentence with interesting. Um, well, this year, Max and I, just for some reason, just had a real itch to send Christmas cards. So we bought... We were in Stoke Newington just having an explore. And we were, it was the day we put up our Christmas tree. And we were like, why don't we send Christmas cards? So we were in the shop and we bought some Christmas cards, but they only came in packs of five and they were like quite expensive like because it wasn't like a Tesco's mm. or something. So we were like just limiting it to 10 people. Um, oh we did I get one? Yeah, you got one, <gasps> but she hasn't been in her letterbox the bloody bit. Did she? Oh, yeah, I got one. I'll tell Laurie to check the mail. I don't have it the key for really the mail. Because I'm a kept woman that I don't even <laughs> No, I never look at the mail because all we get is bills and I don't deal with those. Um... <laughs> But then, having said that, I one person who I sent the Christmas card to made me feel really guilty because she was like, "They're so mad from the environment," and I was like, "Do you know what? You're probably right." But I really enjoyed writing them. And India Knight wrote a column um, on writing Christmas cards this Sunday. So I I love a card like when it's a birthday or Christmas, for example. I like I love going to the shop and picking out a personalized one and all of that. But I don't do the generic, like, hand them out to everyone all the time. As much as I think that's nice, first of all, it can be expensive. And second of all, I'm going to blame it on let's not cut down all the trees. Yeah. Cri- Laurie was saying about how Christmas is really bad for the planet. Oh, my it God, really is. so bad. It like, really is. All the wrapping paper. Because you can't then recycle wrapping paper once you've put tape on it because then that's plastic and it has to go in a different thing. My auntie sits there and like peels off all the sellotape. She's so like careful Mm. about breaking everything up into recycling. And if it's got foil on or glitter, you can't put it, you can't recycle it. There's a scrunch rule. If it reopens well, after you've scrunched it, it's not recyclable because it means it's like got plastic. With wrapping paper. In it, yeah, with wrapping paper. So if you scrunch it and then it's like, if it's scrunches properly, then it's paper. Oh, that's a really good tip. That's a great Got tip. Got that from Sarah Barrett. She did a piece of country living. Oh my God, Sarah Barrett. <laughs> yeah, I, it's so unsustainable. But I think cards also. You get charity cards, so you're giving to charity by getting yeah. them. My cards were charity cards. Didn't so realise. Didn't oh. realise. Open them and they say meningitis now in, on the in, <laughs> inside. Meningitis. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this wasn't what we were expecting, but you know... Doing some good for the world. Good to care about calls. Yeah. I also think if you're gonna write, sorry Anna, I haven't seen the card you've sent yet, so this could be potentially offensive. But I think if you're gonna write a card, you gotta put an actual message in it. I can't remember whether I wrote a message. Probably. I just think if you put hello, no, not you. Hello, hello. <laughs> Dear so and so, Merry Christmas, love so and so. I'm yeah. a bit like mm, yeah. didn't need it. Yeah. Didn't need it. Oh, like God. at least put a line. I'm sure you put something. Lovely. I can't remember. Did I put a line to you, Claire? Um, I think you just said something like, have an amazing day, love, Anna. Right. Uh, don't know if that makes Ariel's cut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, had a lot of cards to but write. But I Tens remember Christmas cards in school were like, did you... Oh my God, you, you have the whole class. You used to build them up and then I would, I remember I used to literally like get all my Christmas cards out on the floor and then I'd play like games judging them from best to worst because you'd always get a super sparkly yeah. amazing one and then you'd get some shitty like floppy one that had no sparkles yeah. nothing embossed it was just like rubbish those are normally the packs my mum used to buy us yeah. to send out mm-hmm. and I was like mum I'm not doing that because I know that when people will rank them yeah. and I'll be at the bottom me and my mum do this competition like do this 
annual Christmas card judgment competition where we get all the cards because like you know older people get quite a lot of cards <laughs> um, she always has like at least like 30 or 40 oh, Christmas yes, cards and um, every year we get them we get the previous years out so we save no. them yeah yeah Okay, and then, ready for this? So this is just like a little fun game just for you all, all to take home. It's really fun. We do it every year. Um, we oh, divide... do you see who stopped sending them? No, no, no. Oh. Actually, we'll probably do that as well. But what we do, we divide them into categories. So we go, we put the animal category, so the ones that have got like reindeer and yeah. like birds and shit. We have the religious category, the ones that have got Hate like... those ones. Yeah, they're a bit boring. <laughs> they, they, they never win. Then not we, Christmas, the meaning is religious. Sorry, not to offend anyone. Then we have the Christmas tree category, because loads of cars have Christmas trees on them. And we have a Santa category, I think. And then miscellaneous. So we have five categories. <laughs> I've honestly sat here, like, fucking shook then, to my core. Then, then, so we split the five categories, <laughs> and we both have little pe- pens and paper. And we we each, or not separately, look at the different categories, choose a, a favourite one. Then they go through <laughs> around. So we've got uh, one or two. One if we've chosen the same favourite one from that category, or two if we've chosen different ones. They get <laughs> they get through what? to like finals. <laughs> so then we've this got was a weird activity I did when I was a kid that I thought they was too weird. But you actually then you they, actually do this every year. Then they go through to the finals, <laughs> and we've got a load of cards from like each of the categories, and then we rank them, and then we add up the scores and choose a winner from the added up scores but the thing is the same people win every time because they've always got the nice cards stop what yeah. happens because you're doing this a year later yeah and then what you the ones that sent you the best like number one number two number three number four you then send them the best of your lot no just we just like to rank them but and why choose. don't you just rank them when you get them why do you say no them for a because it's, it's well it's a game it's a, it's a game and but also you do it for that year compared to the previous year no no you just get out last year's Christmas cards and just look at them. And then so this the Christmas cards that have come this year we'll be looking at in 2020. Oh, okay. I didn't understand that bit. I anyway. thought you compared them to last year. No. I think you need okay. to add to your game. But yeah, you need to add the competitive elements. Now you need to like do something. You need an action based on your winner. You The action should be sending the shit cards to the shit card people and the good yeah. cards to the good card people. I'll tell my mum. Yeah. Also, I <laughs> I think you should see who stops sending them. I think that's so. Yeah, I think we do that as well. To be honest, my mum never sends a single card. She doesn't do Christmas cards. She's like, I don't have time for that shit. She gets so many. I'm like, why are you still on people's lists? That's funny. Like, you don't deserve them. One of my mum's friends do this like annual letter that they send in the Christmas card, and they're like one of the children. They're all like grown ups now. My mum met them when they were in like antenatal with me and my sister. So it's like adult children and they get the children to like write a letter about like, this is what our family have been up to. And oh, wow. Like, oh, getting, like, oh, and you know, Susie uh, went to Thailand this summer and then so-and-so got a promotion and like blah, blah, blah. Like what? literally like a two-sided letter about what the family have been up to. And I was like, if she didn't care enough to find out at the time, I don't think we care now. Oh, that's narcissistic. Yeah. Laurie's family used to do these very cool photo shoot Christmas cards, which sounds lame, but they did like Strictly Come Dancing theme, Great British Bake Off. Side note that his stepdad is a photographer. Yeah, so he's from a photographer family, so they could get a studio and stuff. They have all the old ones framed in their house, and they have a little like corridor that has all the old Christmas cards. It's really cute. 
It's really sad that they stopped. Do you see friends on Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, Christmas Day Day? day Christmas day? Eve <laughs> night out is my favourite thing. Do you think? Because I don't like being proper hungover on Christmas Same. Day. I am... Like, all my friends actually have a go at me on Christmas Eve because they're like, you're being so boring. And I'm like, that's because if I'm too hungover to eat my turkey, Deb's is going to hit the roof. <laughs> yeah. oh, so Not you want a drink on Christmas Day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So cool. As I mentioned, love it. Yeah. Um, But we tend to do the Christmas Eve night out. Occasionally, my mum's even gone so far as to host the pre-drinks the night before. Did so you go properly out? Yeah, we go into town. But, like, I just don't drink very much. Like... I'll go out and I'll see everyone. Um, getting a taxi home, nightmare. Can't do it, can't do it. Um, so my mum will sometimes come and pick us up, but then she gets upset what because what she can't put the stockings out until we're all both home and in bed. <laughs> yeah, my mum's given up on that now. She just like brings it in at like seven. Well, I don't even know why I get one still. I always show up and my mum's like, we're not having any, I'm not giving you presents this year. You're all too old. And I'm like, yes, you're totally right. Good, that's great. I'm glad that you're doing that. Then I get home and she's like, here's your stocking and a sack. And I'm like, what the... F-? It's nice, but... And it's always just like little yeah. little things. Like, you know, like those chocolate... Um, you know, like those little trays that come with a fudge and a... Oh, yeah. It's always like, I get that, that gets wrapped up. I get that every year as yeah. well. <laughs> always one of those. But there's normally a pair of Christmassy socks. But then I always mm. think, on Christmas Day, to get Christmas socks, you then kind of have to save them from... I mean, I do still wear them, obviously. But, you know, if you get something Christmassy on mm. Christmas Day... You can't wear it again. Yeah. yeah. I'm not the person to have Christmas branded stuff. No. Like I was... Um, I only get them from my mum. <laughs> with people the other day who were wearing like full Christmas pyjamas and I was like, whoa. As whoa. in it says like Santa on them and they've got like mince pies on the pyjama bottoms. But like, going back to the environment thing, like if people buy pyjama- like Christmas pyjamas and they wear them once and then probably get rid of them, it's just such a waste. Side note, Max has got a Christmas jumper that says make Christmas great again and it's all like Donald Trump oh my god I'm actually such a fan oh god it's horrific I've seen the have you seen the Nessa Gavin and Stacey one which says um oh 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 Merry Merry Christmas I think that's become the new frontier of Christmas jumpers. They're no longer like those Fairlile ones that just have little reindeers dancing across <laughs> them. They're always like, got to have some cultural reference. Yeah. At my yeah, friend yeah. I went to at the weekend, which we didn't talk about premises, but anyway, yeah. Friend, Christmases, they're fun. Like, half the people were wearing these jumpers and I didn't even, they were these really obs- obscure comedy references. The guy was like, have you watched Come Fly With Me? And I was like, what? Why, Why have you got a whole jumper? That's me. That's niche. At least do it as like a, a big... Laurie's got an all I want for Christmas is through. Well, uh, it's yeah, got a That's quite good. Yeah. I like that. I, I like that, that too. But anyway, when do you see your friends? <laughs> We've taken such a sidetrack. When do you see your friends on Christmas? Usually Boxing Day, if I'm going to see my friends around Christmas time. That's really? Yeah, that's like when mm. everyone goes out in my hometown. Interesting. But then I stopped enjoying it for some reason. I just stopped, like, I always felt, I don't know. I just didn't, mm. I didn't, I haven't been on one of those mm. for years. Maybe... Oh no, I'm in Spain this year. I always feel like I'm kind of reverting. I feel like I'm going backwards on the Christmas Eve night because I moved away and then we're always at this pub that like I used to go to when I just turned 18 and I just feel oh, weird yeah. about it. You turn into like 16 year old you and everyone's so drunk because it's Christmas and like even if you're not drunk, like I said, I don't tend to drink loads, you're just in this like Christmas rant, like high. Like, yeah. This whole high of Christmas comes over your body and you're just. 
talking to all these people in, in your hometown and everything's weird and you end up probably doing something you don't want to do. But also my family always get a curry, a Christmas curry on Christmas Eve. Oh, nice. And then they always watch stuff. So then yeah. sometimes I'm like, oh, I should see my friends who I haven't seen in ages. Yeah. But then I never want to be out too late because there's always like nice things going on at home. In yeah. fact, I kind of prefer, I think Christmas Day I find a bit too intense. I sort yeah. of like the family time on Christmas Eve a yeah. bit more than Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. me too. Me too. But I have had friends round for Christmas before. Perfume. On the day? Yeah, well, kind of family friends. My mum often invites family friends That's around. Nice. Uh, like last year we had our family friend Luke and his parents were there on Christmas because he's from Newcastle and they had to be in London because he was working mm. um, the day before and the day after. And that was actually so nice. It's really nice to change the dynamic a bit yeah. with extra people. And also your parents end up being on better behaviour if there's a, there's a friend there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're so not true. so annoying. So that's always a good thing. Speaking of, how do you be a good person to your friends at Christmas? Okay, you got to be aware of everyone's money situations. Oh my God, Links neatly back to our friends and money. But mm-hmm. Christmas is a time of a lot of spending and a lot of expensive things. And just being conscious that not everyone has all the money to throw away. Maybe they've got a really big family they have to buy loads of presents for. Maybe they just don't fucking want to spend money on that mm-hmm. thing you want them to. Just yeah. be mindful of that. I think the thing is about Christmas, it heightens everything in your life. Yeah. So basically every topic that we've done in this podcast, whether that's money or relationships or... FOMO. FOMO, everything like that. Like It's just about being extra cautious with people if you think something else is going on in their life. Um... So same with like family situations, if their home is, or their home life is a bit difficult, a bit tricky, or maybe they've got two, three, however many families going on in the background, Yeah. like not demanding loads of time from them, if you know that, you know, there's shit ton of people for them to already be dividing their time between. Yeah, I definitely think it's just like not putting loads of pressure on people, because mm. as we were saying it earlier, there's that kind of feeling that if you don't see them before Christmas and if you don't do all these things together like Secret Santa and Friend Mess and all of this that that's the end of your friendship but just like take it easy you can see them in January it doesn't mean that you're not friends with them if you're not like seeing them 24-7 around Christmas I am interested in especially you like do you ever feel like people kind of ignore like Hanukkah and things like that or Hanukkah Hanukkah (laughs) in a way I mean this is maybe weird but I find it annoying when people assume I don't celebrate Christmas I'm like no Christmas is like become a cultural thing I know it does originally have its religious roots and I totally respect that and people who who celebrate it for that reason but like it is a real cultural event and so people kind of dismiss me like oh but you don't do Christmas I'm like yes I do do. and I think a lot of cultures because I remember I interviewed Ramesh Ranganathan last Christmas about his Christmas day and like he grew up in a Hindu household but he always he grew up in the UK so he always did Christmas yeah I think most people do like maybe some people don't but even I interviewed um, for a feature that I've done about people who work on Christmas Day. I was interviewing someone who now works in the UK, but she grew up in India. And she said, even then, her family did Christmas. Really? Because it's such a worldwide event. She was mm. like, my family just like celebrating anything. Like, it doesn't matter whether... <laughs> yeah, it's it's a like a religious connotation. And I think, yeah, like, there's no shame in that. It's really cute, though, because my mum always did Christmas growing up with her parents mm. but my dad her dad my grandpa was a doctor and he would always work on christmas day because he said it yeah. wasn't really fair on the christians who were 
wanting to actually observe it as a as a holiday so he always felt like it was his duty to go in on christmas day because Mm. he wasn't christian so that's cute Friendship goals, guys. Hit friendship me. goals. Friendship goals. <laughs> na, na, what is that? Na, na, na. What is that that I just that jingle that I just did? Don't know. Anyway, it's like um an action movie. Yeah. The A the eighty. The A A. Not the one one eight one one. No, it's the eighty, isn't, isn't it? Da, na, na, anyway, na, na. friendship goals because it's. <laughs> Because of the Christmas, we're treating ourselves to all the friendship goals in Christmas land. We deserve them because we've been really good this year. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the best friendships from Christmas movies. I'm going to hit up the Grinch and Cindy Lou. Do you know what? I'm a who, so I love that. You are. You're a I look yes. like a who, don't I? Yeah. Oh my God, you actually do look like a who. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing the Grinch at the Luna Cinema next week. Are you? Yeah, I'm really excited. Think about me. It's the nose and like this big thing in between your nose and your lips and all that. Yeah. Me. I love the Grinch. And also I love the message that she, he's like a loner mm-hmm. and no one likes him and he's separate and isolated. And this little girl goes up to his... <laughs> Stop it. Wait, wait. It's my <laughs> She goes up to Mount Crumpet even though she's afraid, and says that no one should be feeling alone on Christmas. So it's good. really cute. Even though he is a weird green man. I mean, I wouldn't recommend that you go up to weird men and ask them to be your friend. And he's quite gross and weird, and he, like, eats a whole cola bottle, it including the glass. But the, his, like, the memes that you see about him, honestly. What's the meme? I haven't seen. What, what Grinch memes? Grinch memes. I'm going to find them. Okay. okay. While you, you do that... Who else are you going to hit Well, the most iconic duo of Christmas is got to be Santa Claus and Rudolph. Yeah. Because, like, Wait, Rudolph... Santa believed in him. I mean, surely. They've been in loads of films. Yeah, fine. Surely. Yeah. Uh, you know, Rudolph with his nose so bright... He really stuck out, and Santa really kind of took him under his wing. Yeah. Everyone yes. should do that. If, if you see someone feeling bullied, seeing, being bullied, and seeming down... Be a Santa and ride him on your sleigh. <laughs> ride them. If you see someone feeling Stop down, me. don't. Ride. Anna, you shouldn't be making that kind of promiscuity. <laughs> <laughs> this is a classic suggestion from the party blower. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna take that on board. Also, Frosty the Snowman's a good friend. He's a good pal. Frosty the Snowman. Because. Um, what? <laughs> he came to life? Yeah, so, he was a friend of the kids, wasn't he? Uh, What's that snowman film where oh they walk God. on the air? They're friends. Um, okay. in the air. No, do you know my favourite Christmas film ever? What? And Don't. What? <laughs> I was going to say, don't say Elf, because I fucking hate Elf. I hate I Elf! I love Elf! I hate Elf as I well! Elf. He's I such a hateful character. No. I hate Will Ferrell. I love I can't. Elf. I like your purple dress. No. It's nice and purple No, I hate it. <laughs> I couldn't even quote it because I've seen it once and I hated it and I never wanted to I, watch it again. I fucking love Elf, but my favourite Christmas film is The Polar Express. <gasps> I, oh, I saw that yeah. at the IMAX. The friendship between him and the girl. Yeah. And then she like saves him when he nearly gets caught going through all the factories. That is a good one, actually. I, like I haven't watched Express. that for a while. I think we should I talk about the biggie, Express. though. We all know what it is. It's a love, actually. God only knows what I'd be without you. I watched this the other day, so it's fresh in my mind. Me too. Did you? Yeah. I would like to, can I, is it 
too negative on Christmas to do a non-friendship goal, which is the fucking the sign man. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm glad we're all agreed on this because I creep. got into a big Instagram debate with many people. It was about 50-50. So, you know the scene in Love Actually? Every- I'm assuming everyone... We're not... This is a politics-free zone. I don't think we've ever decided I that, but I've like, decided now. I just want to say... If you're gonna imitate someone, don't imitate the least trustworthy man you've ever met in your life. That's all I'm gonna say. I know, it's so ironic. Yeah, but people love that and think it's romantic. So in Love Actually, obviously there's a guy who's in love with his friend's wife, even though he never talks to her, which that is issue number one. Creep. Creep. And he's filming her face. Side note, Kira Knightley was 17 when Love Actually was filmed. Really? Can you believe? She was like playing like a 30 year old married woman. It's weird they'd even cast her in that, but anyway. That's... Although I'd just like to say I met her recently and she looks young. She doesn't yeah. age that woman. Yeah, and she looked older when she was 17. Anyway, he shows up at her house. You know what the worst part of that is? He goes, I will love you until you look like this. And there's a uh, picture of a corpse. Yeah. yeah. That, sorry, are you a necrophilic? <laughs> what? I don't know what the word is. Anyway, that's a non-friendship goal. Actually, I love I love Love Actually. Me too. Obsessed with it. But there's so many moments in it that are just not cool. They just miss the mark. Emma Thompson and Liam Neeson's characters, can't remember what they're called, are friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But his wife has just died and he calls her like, I have no one to speak yes. to. And she's like, not now. Oh, not now. And then she sees him and he cries and she goes, don't be a sissy. Yeah. No one likes a crier. But- Actually, no, that's bad. But the first one, I think, because he's laughing as she's saying it, I think that's kind of, I think that's kind of friendship goals because you know sometimes you just need your friend to be like, do you know what, mate? Fuck off. And not, just put you back in your place. Not when maybe, your wife just died. Maybe not when your wife just died. But then his, her, was it her daughter who was just about to tell her what part she had in the school play? So it was a bad time. Eight's a lot of legs. It is a lot of legs. <laughs> it's a lot of legs, David. <laughs> also, oh, sorry. No, my actual probably biggest friendship goal has got to be Bill Nighy's character. Can't remember what he's called. Yeah, and, and his, his agent and his fat manager. Again, quite yeah. fattest, mean, but that's that's no, brilliant. And they spend Christmas together watching porn. Yeah, but great. I thought when I first watched this. Or even now to the stage, to be honest. I'm not sure whether they ended up as a gay couple no, or just yeah. really think... good friends. That no, he just says, the person I love is, in fact, you. Yeah. And they have a hug. They yeah. don't kiss. But also, me and Laurie did pick up on the fact that if that film was made now, they would definitely... There's no gay couple. No. There's all these love stories, and they're all hetero. Like, me and Laurie were both watching it, and we were like... He was picking up on all this stuff like, <gasps> you couldn't say that now. Mm. And like, there was this one bit that. with the Alan Rickman character. I don't really know any of the actual character names. Mm. Where he says something about organising the Christmas party and was like, tell the women to stay away from it, this particular guy if they don't want to get groped. Yeah. And that's just dropped that. in. And Laurie was like, <gasps> how was that even like... And it was the fact that everyone knew that those kinds of things happened. But yeah. it was like, oh, just tell, just get yeah. the guy to stay uh-huh. away yeah. from them. Oh, yeah. ha ha ha. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about I think her character name is Natalie the she's an absolute hand I want to be friends with her she's just she just seems like a lovely warm person that I just want to get to know again though their relationship power imbalance absolute power imbalance but it's it is but also it's not I don't think he's abusing it no but he sort of looks at her as well he meets her and then he goes into his room and goes... He's like, oh, shit. Oh, this is awfully inconvenient. <laughs> I was like, quick, 
Keep your hands in your but I pants. No, I think it's romantic. I think, yeah, because it's not like he's like, well, I'm going to promote you if you shag me. Like, I yeah. think he just genuinely likes that. And, like, gender swapped if if it was, like, mm. female... Pri- if it was, like, me, I'm, like, the prime minister, and mm. then I have, like, a really hot bloke who's, like, my... Ser- my not servant. What am I doing? <laughs> servant? <laughs> Who is she? Like, she, she was a staff. Yeah, staff. <laughs> my servant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think the reason he says it's inconvenient is because he's, like... I've just taken on the fucking role of Prime Minister. I don't now want to fall in love. Not, oh, I'm going to have to shag an employee. How inconvenient for me. True. True. But also, the only reason he stands up to America in politics is because the president hits Gropes on her. her. Yeah. She writes in her card, I feel like a prize idiot and I'm sorry about what happened. Like, you have nothing to apologise for, Natalie. Only the two most powerful men in the world are after you. Mm. And being gross, well, one of them's being gross. One of them is Hugh Grant. You know, we haven't talked about the worst storyline of them all, which is Colin Firth. Yes, and Aurelia. Oh yeah, I see, I remember her actual name. Yeah. Aurelia! Aurelia. However, I really like Aurelia. I know it's stupid storyline. Stupid, stupid, stupid. But I really like it. Again, he never learns his lesson. His girlfriend cheats on him with his brother. Awful. Then he just goes away to this house. There's a woman there who takes her clothes off and he sees a tattoo on her lower back. And he's like... (gasps) The tram stamp sold it. And then he thinks he'll be smart to jump in the water after him. Not smart. And then they can't communicate. I don't buy this falling in love without I communicating. I don't buy it when you can't talk. Another one that is not a friendship girls. Maybe this is not very many friendship girls. Brilliant. We're basically just talking about all the love action characters now. And all the problems. I did a quiz. I think it was on Stylist, actually, Chloe, about which love action character you oh, are. Oh, my God, Simon, I got... Who did you get? Oh, my God, I got the worst one. Did you? Who did you get? I Colin? Got... No, I like Colin, Is it, um... Fuck, I can't remember the character's name. Sarah? Oh, she is the worst. Drippy Sarah. Hi, Carl. <laughs> Night, Carl. That won't shag Carl. Oh, yeah, Carl is she's... so hot. Yeah, he She but... could have put her phone on silent for no, literally... No, she was his carer. No, I'm sorry. For 15 minutes while she no. had a shag. Yes, you... D- I'm sorry. She's such a good sister to him. She's so- picked up the phone to him every time. She has to look... You have to look after yourself first. And that is self-care to shag the hot guy that you've been in love with for two years. That True. is self-care, but sometimes, like, she's obviously too insecure to practice self-care. True. She's never... She's never been allowed to do that before, so what suddenly would change in her life now? Ariel, you need permission? to do this quiz. I got Aurelia, and I was like, ooh, random. European. I'm European, so okay. Um, but then, like, the description, I was like, I, you know when you, like, nod along, because you're like, yeah, I'm really glad mm. about this description. It really, like, it's really complimentary. So. I did nod along to mine as well for a bit, and then I thought, actually, no, she's a drip. I think I would be, without even looking at the quiz, I reckon I'd be that, like, home-wrecking secretary. <laughs> Oh, Scott, no. No, 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 I don't think so. Or I'd be the Mr Bean character. <laughs> oh, he's brilliant, though. Oh, who do I think you'd be? Maybe Ant and Deck, just a corner character. <laughs> I think you should I just think do I'd be, be Bill Nighy, because I've just got all the bands. Yeah. Uh, but he's, like, incapable of love, and you're in a ten-year mm. relationship. Okay. Who's, like, in a solid relationship? I mean, None of them. Are any of them in a solid relationship? I want you to do the quiz. Okay, should I just do yeah. it? Oh, wait, okay. Love it. We'll, right. we'll, we'll report back. Love actually is all around. What's your favourite quote from Love Actually? That one. As if that's your favourite quote, Miss Miss. I'm single and I don't give a fuck about anyone. 
Quotes. I can't think of any good ones. Um, give me it's some quotes. Littered. Okay, so there's, there is. I am Colin, God of Sex. I don't know why that was first. One. <laughs> but also, I'm just gonna say I'm really bad at remembering quotes. So I'm just gonna Google them. Uh, there's, don't buy drugs. Oh. Become a rock star, I'm and they give free. them to you for free. Or also, who's the best shag you ever had? Britney Spears. Just kidding. She was rubbish. Yeah, that was <laughs> I love a lot of them come from Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Um. I think, uh, yeah. Also, I like the bit where they're in America. I love the whole American stuff with Colin and the really hot girls because it's so ridiculous. And when they're like... Yeah. No, you go. And when they're like, say table. And he's like, table. And they're like, oh, it's the same. (laughs) We haven't spoken about Sam. (gasps) Also, I hate you, Uncle Jamie. I hate you, Uncle Jamie. Yeah, (laughs) that's my favourite scene in the entire... I hate you, Uncle Jamie. Meh, Uncle Jamie. (laughs) Yeah, that's brilliant. I love Sam's that. really cute. Yeah, what other quotes? Sam is cute. Also, is there anything worse than the total agony of being in love? <laughs> I love how you know these so well. Um, I did watch it the other day. There was more than one lobster at the birth of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Great no, one. she goes. Duh. <laughs> what else she is says. Um, who do you have to screw around here to get a cup of tea and a chocolate biscuit? The airport scene is just the classic. Yeah, I do oh. like the airport scene. Yeah. And it, though it has its problems, I do think that it, it's so it's such a beautiful film mm. because love is actually all around us. Also, Stacey from Gavin and Stacey, when she goes, oh, yeah. all I want for Christmas is you. you. <laughs> yeah. I did not understand their scenes when I first watched it. I was I like, love- what are they doing when they're talking about the weather and he's like stroking her tits? They're, yeah, stunt, they're stunt yeah, doubles, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Body doubles. Yeah. But I was like, totally. Stunt doubles, sex is a stunt these days. <laughs> it is. Risky, it is risky business. I think it's time to wrap it up, gals. Wrap up our Christmas episode. All I want for Christmas. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> the girlfriend's yeah. podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. What a load of drivel. <laughs> we'll see you in 2020, I guess. Bye. Merry Christmas and please follow oh, us. Do all the bits. That's your Christmas gift to us. Oh, that sounded sexy. Do all the bits. Do all the Christmas bits on the Insta. Girlfriends.pod. 2020's the year, lads. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.